Hey everybody, welcome to Pittsburgh Comics Podcast number 523. No, Mike has not been inducted, but he might think he is. He's not sure what he is. That's pretty normal. That's pretty normal with my life. At least he got mostly clothes on today. Most of Most of his clothes. A lot of times it's you don't want to know what he's in. I played golf today and I couldn't Did find you? my ball a couple times. You lost your balls? I lost my ball. Okay. Luke helped me find my ball. It's a good boy. That's what kids are for. Helping you find your balls? Yep. I'm Colin McMahon, owner of Pittsburgh <laughs> Comics. Joining me tonight are... Dave. I'm sorry, you, hear, sorry you had to hear Mike. that, Dave. Spencer. That was, that was uncalled for. Just right off the bat. Got to yeah, start right off the bat. Got to start talking about balls. his balls. Old man balls. Yeah. In the bush. Mike, you're going to be asked to leave. <laughs> yeah, but he won't, so what's the matter? He'll show up the next week. What do you mean? I don't remember. What did I do? I did what now? <laughs> I said what? I was on Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well played. I can so. see I that. <laughs> I can see that. So... Um, not a lot of news. I just uh, this morning I saw uh, was a Kim Jong Gi passed away on his way to New York New York Comic Con. Felt bad at the airport, and they took him to the hospital and passed away. Forty seven. That's that's yeah. <laughs> people younger than us shouldn't be dying. So that's weird. One of the artists that made a comment about him said um, he's going to have an empty table, maybe like bring flowers or something. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, all the creators, you know, reaching, talking about it has been interesting. So, but I don't remember any other news. Anybody else have any you mentioned news? Carlos Pacheco too. Yeah, that him? he was diagnosed. He announced his ALS diagnosis, and that last week's uh, damage control number two was his last work. It's like, oh, oh that's kind of yeah, it's kind of sad. Kind of, yeah. yeah, damage control number two. Not, yeah. not really the way you want to go out, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> Like somebody eating a hot dog. McFarlane was supposed to announce something. He announced Spawn today. It's like they they got four writers or something like that, and Jamie Foxx is still going to star in it. Sure he is. Well, yeah. He's playing Spawn. uh, That was yeah. Ten years ago, that would have made sense. Mm -hmm. Is he still Al Simmons? Spawn. I don't know. I haven't read Spawn in yeah. You know years. Yeah, one was, I forget, oh, I, for, I even watched part of it. Like, one of the writers is from uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Another one is from Joker. One of the writers on Joker. Okay. Um, I'm like, but I'm going to say that was more a Joker. <laughs> you know, that did well because of Joker, not so much the writing. But what do I know? I haven't seen it, so I can't even judge. Maybe the Joker? Mm-hmm. By next year, that they may be able to announce that they start production. Yeah. We have a concept drawing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Todd did it. Is he directing? He wants to. I can't imagine. Then he'll have to self-finance. Because no one is going... Who's going to back that? That's what I'm thinking. No studio is going to let him do that. He's going to have to sell that Mark McGuire ball. I thought he did. I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm teasing. 
saw somebody offered uh, two million for Aaron Judge's ball. His what? His sixty-second home 60 run ball. Did they get the sixty-first too? Yeah, that just went into the other team's uh, dugout in their, uh, in their bullpen. bullpen. Oh, the bullpen. Okay. Yeah, so somebody had it down there. Well, I, know, I saw 62, and all I saw was some dude, like, fall off the edge. He was, like, trying to catch it, and he just, like, kept going. Oh, no. <laughs> if you yeah. watch yeah. him, he just disappears behind the oh, wall. Well, he happens. figures, hey, I, I might get thrown out of the stadium, but I'm throwing out of the stadium, you know, millions Two richer. Two million dollars richer. Yeah. Yeah. Which, nah, it's still not worth it. So that's all I got on news. Got a little mini rant. Do we got questions? Oh, we do have questions. We'll start with the questions. We'll start with happy stuff before I get into my... Yeah, because we don't want to put you in a bad mood. My whining. Answering the questions. Um... <laughs> oh, Zach just asked, how's Dark Crisis doing versus Axe? And it was very funny. I ran the numbers, and they are nearly identical. So How is it neither good, right? Um, not great. Not like where a big event would have been years ago. But I don't think either of them nearly got set up as big events. When you do um, an event every month, it kind well, of Well, yeah, old. but Dark Crisis was just kind of, what? You know, oh, you're killing the Justice League. Okay. Yeah, I believe you know, that's going to stay. And then Axe just was very... It, it's an Eternals event, and nobody yeah, likes... The, other than Tim... Nobody is a huge Eternals fan. I mean, especially not like Tim. You're a huge Eternals fan? Okay. Okay, name four Eternals. Bob, Sue, Billy, and Alfred. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Icarus. I could have done better than that. but Okay, uh, good, on, good. Just, There's just, one. Let's see, you okay. just read an, an, an Eternal book. Spaz Kid, Spitzy. Sprite. Oh, you're close, you're close. Spazzy. And, um, gr- and Grumpy. And what about Uranus? Uranus? Okay. And are we naming dwarves or Eternals? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... The Black Knight, apparently. <laughs> well, only in the movie. He knows um, nothing, though. Well played, Pat. Well played. Um, but, yeah, literally two copies of the last issue that came out difference. Um, although, weirdly... Um, you sold more copies. No, but like two thirds of our X five that came out last week are still in people's folders. That means those people haven't come in. They are not super excited to come in and get it. I guess. Um, I, I mean, I I can't speak for Axe because I don't read it and, and whatever. But with Dark Crisis, like you know that the Justice League's not going to stay dead. When they're not even dead while the event's going on. Well, like, and the, uh, my problem with it is they kind of revealed that they're not dead, that they're on these worlds. But it took to like issue four for them to say that in the books. And it was one of those, don't tell me in an interview, show me in the, the story. Right. Um, but at least like when Flashpoint went on, the regular books were just done. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't mind that, but it's just, yeah, it's just... Well, no, no, but I mean, like... We're having that problem with Axe, too, because um, when we get to talking about books, the new X-Men that came out last week is post-Axe. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. And that's supposed Colin, to be one of the main I've said it once, I've said it a million times. You can't plan these things. I know, I know. Oh, that's that's a big, big part. Um, but Clay has also asked, um, well, two questions. Um, and he says, keep up the good work. He is clearly not listening. For <laughs> Thanks, Clay. Um, wow. We appreciate it. But if you could bring back a canceled comic universe or storyline, which would it be? Personally, I always wanted CrossGen to continue. Hmm. Yeah, there's no real 
universe I'm missing. Hmm. I want ecstatics to continue. How about Valiant? Yeah. But back like when it was publishing. Yeah. See, I wasn't reading it then, so I don't. I, don't I read know. old Valiant. Yeah. See, I read new Valiant, and I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Like when Shooter did started mm-hmm. Valiant, I, that's when I was reading. Oh. You, then you watched read Warriors of Plasm when he went there. No. no okay. No, no. Just check it. I liked Archer. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Rupert Tummy Pat. I mean, oh, Mike. Come on. Um. Yeah, off off the top of my head, I can't really. There's nothing that I you know super miss. I, I loved all those old first comics. That that's one thing that really got me into collecting with um, Star Slayer and uh, American Flag. Yeah, American Flag Badger. and John Sable. But by the end of those runs, it was kind of like yeah, we're we're good. Yeah, Badger, um, that stuff. But by the yeah by the end, it was kind of you you, you can go away. Badger. Yeah, you can go. Away. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed Cross Gen. I was getting those books at uh, Walden Books. That w- it was like five bucks, but it got you like six stories, and it was like one issue of each thing. I was getting those. I enjoyed those the heck out of those. I got the one that Greg Land did. Was it Cross? Um, Scion about the little the the archer. No, not yeah. Scion, but it was the it was the archer girl. Yeah. I forget what it was called. Yeah. And and Sojourn. Was- yeah, yeah. and look, everything looked like it was like copied out of Sports Illustrated. What? What? It's, mm. He still does what? that. I'm, I'm just telling you. Like it was like traced almost? Yeah, almost. almost. Yeah. Right out of porn? What? Well. There was a great one where recently, it was not recently, but 10 years ago or whatever, but um, it had uh, Storm and somebody else, and they were supposed to have been knocked out on the cover, and they both had smiles on their face with their eyes closed, laying back. It was like... <laughs> Okay, and then in and, it, and then it, there was uh, it was yeah. that Jesus. ultimate origin, not origin. What was it? But it was one of those where some characters from the Ultimate Universe crossed over, and he drew that. And there were a lot of pictures with girls with their legs wide <laughs> open. It was just like that's no. That's I met the, him. He's he's really nice. Just a nice little less tracing. Just creepy. Yeah. Yeah, but and he didn't that, that, that is in the back of your head when you yeah. meet him. Yeah. Um, hey, you don't want to shake his hand? And then all his women look exactly the same. Uh, I remember somebody was overlaying, oh, here's Sue Storm and Phoenix. But you know and... who doesn't get crap for doing that? Is Frank Cho. Oh, yeah. He has not dri- yeah. drawn a woman that looks anything different mm-hmm. than Liberty Meadows ever. Yeah. Brandy. Well, Everybody you, looks like Brandy. When yeah. you nail it right off the bat, you don't have to change. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but everything looks the same. Yeah, but to Tim's point, when you nail it the first time. Well, see, somebody else. How do you improve like on too, perfection? Especially their women. Yeah, but they all. It's a real the, famous the men guy. Kind of look yeah. all the same too. Yeah. yeah. Mike likes variety in his women's. Yes. In response to the question, I think I have to see <laughs> the duck verse. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uncle Scrooge or Ducktales comics. Who is who's publishing that? IDW. Well, Disney doesn't have a publishing arm. I mean, it's not like they can do it. The um, New 52 Area Earth 2 books. Yeah, those were really good. I really like, even when it it went to like the Earth Earth 2 Society or whatever towards the end, it wasn't as good. But like, especially those first chunks when you had James Robinson and like, that's one of the first things I saw Tom Taylor Right. What was that first series? They had a weekly series in New Fifty Two. Remember, Grifter was in it, and there was Sue Fifty Fifty Sue. Oh yeah. 
uh, or something as a yeah. future, future Zen, and it kind of ended, but it didn't end. Did oh they ever gosh. ever finish that? That's a good question for our listener. I don't. Um, maybe he can come up with you, the you the said answer. Listener. Ner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. But um, it yeah, I just remember. Different names. I was reading it and enjoying it, and then it kind of. Didn't end. But that was like one of those things that had its miniseries, but it also spun on to the book, yeah. too. Like, Yeah, well, you had that one issue of every book with the lenticular cover that took place in yeah. Future's End. But yeah. But yeah, I just remember, and it didn't like didn't end. I'm like, how's this going to end? And it didn't. And I was disappointed. Okay, now, if Marley and Rex were in the next DC Super Pet sequel, who would voice them? Arnold Stallone, Arnold Stallone Heron Mirren, Martha Stewart... Um, Rex, I think, would be voiced by... Mr. T. Andre Brower. Mr. T. Here, I'm thinking more Peter Mayhew. Um, because he has a definite a Chewbacca. Yeah, but he's dead. I know, but he's got a very Chewbacca-like Now I'm getting it. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. It's not Mr. Dogs T, Dogs fart, man. Why it happens. I pity the fool. He could. But he's a little more toy. laid back. Give me another toy. You know um, what? Marley this, with the attitude. What, what do you think for Rex, uh, Bruce Campbell? Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I can hear that I, for I, Rex. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, like, I like that, that one. That's I a like good that. one, Spencer. Marley with her Sorry, little, bit, T, of, little bit of snark. Um, Sarah Silverman. Actually, I was thinking Sandra Bernhardt, but okay. What? Amy Schumer? <laughs> Amy Schumer would be a good yeah. one for her. Yeah, I could, I could see that. But then no one would like her. Nah. Be nice. Everybody would just think that she's copying other Although, people's box. Did anybody watch the second season of Only Murders in the Building? No. 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 They introduced Amy Schumer and then like they forgot did they killed? did. No, they just like oh. forgot they introduced her. It's kind of funny. <laughs> That's never, That's never appeared phrase. again. Hi, I'm Amy Schumer. <laughs> in every episode. She yeah. plays herself. Um so that that's that's all we got there. Okay, so my rant. Um this was just annoyances, and it's a lot of annoyances, but it, they're starting to add up. And I'm Can like, you start with, you know what I don't. You understand. know what I don't understand. Exactly. What grinds my gears? <laughs> yeah, is I just feel like the stores are starting to be afterthoughts. Um, it started with this week. I mean, it's been going on, but I was you, like, you, it's not starting. You've been talking about this. For a well, while. we had the problem, like, and I went through, and I went. I have f- problems with five publishers, and I'm like, I'm cutting back my orders, and these five publishers. Here's why I'm cutting back your orders specifically. But DC, I talked about last week, the net variant thing. It took, it doubled my time. Because I realized they're doing this net cost on the variants on ones that aren't in the book. So they're adding them at FOC. So the first time we see them is when we're doing our FOC orders. Which also gives you no time to market them. Right. But the other problem is I I was looking because I'm like, well, I'm going to need to look at every variant now to see if it's net cost. They don't show our discount on the FOC screen. So I had to open up a second tab and open up the program there and look up each one on that page to see if it was. And that just really got tedious because they do a lot of variants. Like I think in uh, Action 1050 that's coming up has 26 variant covers. DC is just suddenly gone crazy. Yeah. With They've gone well, but that's what Marvel was doing years ago. And it yeah. felt really good on this FOC. I ordered all my DC variants at pre-orders plus one. So there will be one in the display. And if you're the you know if you want it, let me know. And I might be doing a lot of reorders, but I'm not taking a chance on any of their books anymore. 
Uh, Marvel Shipping, I had fun taking pictures of all their boxes. Luckily, no damages this week, other than dumb stuff like, you know, the folded corner that they, when they put it in the box, you know, yeah. that kind of dumb stuff. But I did take pictures of every box was packed um, where it was shoved into one corner. Um, I, I was kind of stunned, but every box was packed like that, where it was shoved into one corner with paper. Yeah. Protecting the other and that two be the sides. One corner it can strap on. Correct. So, yeah. and, and it was funny because there was one box that was came like that. I'm like, that's great, where it has three three sides, and so nothing's actually in the corner. Yeah. Why don't they just bubble wrap the entire inside? Well, they did, but they bubble wrap the sides and not the corners, thus leaving the corners exposed. But you can wrap the whole thing. Probably. You could, you could, if but they the they don't. Yeah. But luckily, no damages. We but it's the technology. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> So, Image, we had a fun thing this week. Um, we got, uh, I got in 10 copies of The Rain, Joe Hill's The Rain hardcover from Image. And I'm like, why am I getting 10 copies? Ah, because they offered a book plate with it. If you ordered 10, you could order book plates. You well, book plates. correct. They didn't ship the book plates. They're shipping them in three weeks. Did which... you, you know we got the book plates from, what was that, Jeff Lemire? Yes, you mean Bone Orchard Mythos? Yeah, I would Yes, think, yeah. funny you should mention that. Yeah, they canceled those and they're never coming. Oh. Yeah. So that's that's like, that's twice now you guys have hosed us on book plates. Why should I trust you? You know, sh fool me once, shame on me. Or shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. So this one's on me for believing you would actually ship the book plates with the books. And when it's people like, tell you who they are, believe them. Yeah. And it's just like, I, so now I don't trust Image. And it was funny, um, David Harper of Off Panel was dismayed that he went to his store to get the new Image first for Ed Brubaker. Yeah, I was wondering what that, what, yeah. what that was about. Well, like, I didn't order it because I don't order Image first anymore since the last however many bundles I ordered showed up the week after, that I ordered for Free Comic Book Day showed up the week after, after Free Comic Book Day. Yeah. So I'm kind of... I'm, I didn't even bother to order them. Um, let's see, IDW, um, if you look in your current previews, um, you'll see lovely pictures of Image coming soon yeah, on every awesome. one of their books. And I'm like, how am I supposed to gather pre-orders when all your books say Image coming soon? Now, Marvel, who also goes through Penguin, puts out their own book. Right. IDW does not. So, if that's all you guys have to go work with, I'm getting no pre-orders. I'm not ordering your books. They you know, probably, they don't they know also, what's coming out. They probably don't even know what's coming down the sheet right, right. now. Right. Yeah. But, again... Total books. That's it. Not I, my I fault. You know, but... well, they're doing all these new originals. That's their whole thing. These new IDW originals, like this Earth Divers that came out today. That we're getting the posters and promo items for next week. Because you can't... Because you can't white, Thank you. Actually, and the invoices are, yeah, perfect, um, just so I don't forget. Um, and then then we had a new one with Dark Horse this week, which was super fun, and they're moving to Penguin, so this is going to affect them as well, where they're going to have no cover images. But, so, Night of the Ghoul shipped today. Book from Scott Snyder and Francesco Francavilla. They offered, I forget what, it was returnable if you order so many. And so I ordered 25, you know, big names. Comes in with a big comiXology thing on the back. 
so that lets me know it was already on Comixology that they didn't manage to put in their solicit. But the other fun part is number one came out today. We had to order number two on Monday. So everybody's like, well, we all ordered up because it's returnable. We have no idea. I can only going by my pre-orders, which I think were five. So I have no idea how to order number two. So everybody cut their orders on number two, almost as a way to say, hey, don't solicit number two before number one ships. So what happened yesterday with Night of the Ghoul? Anyone? Anyone? Got picked up for a series? Got picked up for a movie. And they announced a movie yesterday. So every store in the country is going to be short on number two because now there's going to be increased mm. demand, which is great. I'm going to sell a lot more ones, but I'm not going to have the number twos to go with it. And it's just... I, I, saw, yeah, I think you're out. I, I think, think I grabbed the last three. one. La okay, so that's great I mean, that, that I sold out, but I only ordered one. 10 number yeah, twos no. and I ordered 25 number ones. Yeah. Is that on me? That all of a sudden there's all this, you know, you didn't know until yesterday, not Monday, to tell us that? It's and like, I assume that come on. they're going to do the same thing as Marvel does. We're not overprinting. Oh, of course so not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. What they'll do is, hey, we sold out. Well, in four weeks, we'll have a second print. Yeah. Which, by that time, yeah. you're at number three. and Right. It, How do I norm, order number three when I only sold ten number twos? Right. You know. Yeah. Urgh. And then Dynamite I'm having a problem with, and two weeks in a row I've emailed them where, I'll show you guys, but all my pictures have, all my variants have spine creases. And they're not small, and they're, it's on all the ratio covers, but those are the spine creases. Oh, jeez. And then on a 1 in 25, a 1 in 30, nobody's going to buy those. And it's, that's how they are in the box. It's not me pulling them out, it's not... Spencer wouldn't even buy them. They went into no. the box like that. They went into the box yeah. like that. And my question to Dynamite was, I don't know if it's your printer yeah. or if it's Diamond, but this is unacceptable, and I can't keep ordering these. That's probably these. a printer issue. It could be, but it's a lot of them. And so basically, since I've gotten no response, Dynamite is now subs only, and I won't be carrying it for the shelf anymore. So it's like everybody's giving me a reason to cut orders. I'm cutting back on all my variants from Marvel and DC. Like, why are we getting Mr. M or Miracle Man variants on Hulk? You know, just stop. But, yeah, and it's just everybody's... Yeah, it doesn't seem like all of the publishers... Like, there's not a publisher that's not giving you any... Well, no, and then Marvel the problem... doing anything to you right now? Didn't you Marvel, Marvel, just the shipping and excess and out of order. Like I said, with, uh, with um, you know, like the, you know, Axe isn't done yet, but the books are continuing... Or, and with DC, we got all of the um, Hispanic Heritage variants this week. Because, well... Isn't that the, last month? Yes. And books that came out two or three weeks ago we're getting variants for. Why? How does that help anything? Because those aren't going to sell now. People bought the regular cover. They're not going to come back and buy a second cover. So now I have these for no reason. I know the problem, but the, their problem is not my problem. Um, their first run they of them. To differ on that one. Their first run of it had each one was based on Mexican food. Every cover was food based, and I think somebody kind of said, "Hey, Hispanic heritage is more than food," and so they had to redo them again. Not my fault. You had to redo a cover. <laughs> so. It's not Taco Month, guys. Come well, that's what they did. They the the guy who drew. Um, oh my lord! 
the guy who drew the uh, it was a it was a, a Kyle Rayner cover holding a flag and a lantern, and they changed it to a bag of tamales, and it said tamales right on it, just like just like the bank robbers got the the one that said money, you know. Nice. And uh, I remember that one got a lot of heat, um, and so all of a sudden they changed all of them. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I think the I think the quarter picked up that one. Like <laughs> the window shut. That's why but, I sit at the pretty end. Oh my god! But that's all I got as far as a rant. But it's just uh, you know running numbers. Numbers are down. I'm down, starting to drop from last year. And it's like, wow. Well, here's why. Like last month, I know I checked going into the last day, and we were down over five grand from last September. And uh, when I looked, but I was down 3,600 in comics, meaning I'd sold 3,600 dollars less. And I'm like, that's on the publishers just not putting out books putting people want to buy. Product. They're absolutely yeah. putting out less product. Yeah. So it's like. Well, but you know, it's not just less product; it's less desirable product. Exactly. product. Yeah. Correct. Like, you know, and there are definitely weeks, whereas I'm reading, I'm like, this feels like a chore, and it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, well, like that, that Avengers book, that and granted it was Mark Russell, but it was just, I was reading it, and I'm just like, there's no reason for this book. You know, it's, it was a Hawkeye, fun Hawkeye story, but this is Avengers. This should be Marvel's flagship book. Mm-hmm. And you did a throwaway issue for it for four bucks or five bucks or whatever it was and it's just like you can't do that guys you can't have throwaway issues of avengers you know but that's just that i don't know if they think of books that way anymore maybe i, I, I mean you know because that's just it that's not their flagship book i don't know what their flagship book is at this point mm-hmm. they don't know what their flagship book is. but like with spider-man and i was talking with somebody and they're like oh that was so cool you know that he was judged and it was you know came as gwen stacy and stuff and i'm like but that's not special because he sees her every day because ghost spider her. is yeah. in the you know yeah. so like seeing gwen stacy wouldn't be a oh my gosh moment it would be a oh hey gwen you know and it, you, when you you know i don't know Squeeze her again. Squeeze no. her again. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's traumatized. I'm dog farts. That's funny. You tell me upset, girl. Not careful you end up a pink eye. Well, don't it's touch her butt. Yeah. <laughs> she just looks so happy right now, just smiling. But Mike? Me? I do believe you said you read some books and you actually remembered I, at least one. Before you pass out. Yes. Yeah, okay. Let's get you in. Yeah. Um, From Boom Studios, Grim Number 5. I read that. Have you been liking this? I love this book. I know. So, Jessica and her two little buddies are up in the, um, what do you call it? Uh, It's like the afterlife for afterlife. Yeah. And they're talking to Death. The Death. The Death. Who is in shorts flip-flops, and a... He's the big Lebowski, basically. Yeah. And he's just chilling, and he basically explains what he did. He gave the power over to his sister. And then he also... That's who Ardra is, is yes. his sister. And then we come to the conclusion, and we find out that Jessica is the daughter of Death, and that's how she's able to hold his Reaper and wield the power. So... But there, there's another piece to this. Her mother is human, yes. and that's why she can walk between worlds. Correct. And then we get the um, 
is it called the end? The big dude? Is he? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the end comes in, starts battling, and Death is like, you're not going to get my daughter. I'm going to defend my daughter. So there's this big, huge battle of Death and the end. And he just basically, I'd say he blows his power. And he just dies at the end. And you're like, this is, okay, now what? And then the ant comes in and teleports Jessica and the two. Do we know where they get teleported to? Or they get locked down? No, I don't know. And then they go to the epilogue, which is really cool. And they're in a jail. And it's Jessica's mother. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you're just like, what? I'm like, okay. I never expected this book to be... Th- Every time I read it, I'm like, eh, it's going to drop off. Every issue No, it's been really good. Better and better. If you're not reading it, it's it's really, really good. And it's from Boom. Hmm. Um, Boom. All right. We'll go with Ant-Man number three. I read that. Did you read it? Did you mm-hmm. like it? Mm-hmm. It was awesome. That's sarcasm. <laughs> that feels like sarcasm. So... Did he get really small? <laughs> just a little. See you, Tim. Bye, so, Tim. Bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. He just got a little small. Yeah. So Scott Lang shows up with... I can't find it. His daughter. Cassie. Cassie. And they're, they have a task. They need to take the... What would you call it? Is it what is he locked in? I, don't, I, I didn't read oh, it. I just know who Cassie is. Ultron and Hank Pym have kind of melded together. And he's in this, like, was it Titanium box there? Called? Yeah, no, it was Vibranium. Vibranium. And it's got... Um, runes. Runes from Asgard. And so he's locked down. And they need to transport it back to New York. So Scott and the daughter decide, oh, we'll do it. And we'll shrink it down. And they'll try to take it... At, to New York, and then the Ant Man that we don't know still, kind of like appeared for like three seconds, and then the Black Ant appears, and that's the evil robot one who is, what is his name again? Black Ant. No, the bad Ant Man. What was Eric. Eric O'Brady. Yeah, but he's robotic, so he's trying to break Ultron out, and then. Somehow Hank Pym is talking to Scott Lang via Ant, whatever. And it's probably Ultron talking to him. It's shortwave radio. Yeah, there you go. And, <laughs> no, no, you said it was Ant, ant communication. Some, yeah. yeah, no, shortwave radio. Come on, guys. Pay attention. And so, basically, Black Ant has some kind, of, some, some kind of ray gun, blast the thing, and they get teleported to, what, 2563 in the future? And lo and behold, there's Ultron in, like, Asgard-like form. And they need to defeat him. So issue four came out this week. Yeah. Can't play any of these things. As no. says, I like I'm it. I'm going to time out here because we've got two late questions. Okay. Okay. Give you a little break. What if my memory didn't it, you, it won't. <laughs> Best variety of pie. I think this is because the, the prior question that I pie? answered. Yeah. My favorite is key lime. Blueberry. I'm not a fan of pie. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, I'm not a pie guy. Not a pie guy. Okay, okay. See, okay, so here's the really weird thing. I like everything in apple pie. I like apples. I like cinnamon. I like sugar. I like pie crust. I do not like apple pie. If you cook apples, I won't eat them. Hmm. 
Okay. I won't eat applesauce. Like, I just want to eat an apple. You don't like applesauce, then? No, not applesauce, not apple. If you process it, the apple in any way, I don't want it. You're out. Okay. Um, okay. And then, uh, again, Mr. Ludwig. Uh, should weekly comics just embrace the season model and have books just be a yearly maxi-series? Or can ongoing books keep on going? My problem with that is you're going to lose the collectors. Um, every time they restart Spider-Man... You know, I can say I have Batman from 300 up, but all of a sudden you keep restarting it every year. Oh, I don't like this writer. It's like they say, every new number one is also a jumping off point. Well, and you, know, I did, you just brought up a good point. If every season has a new writer and Mark Russell's this season, I don't like Mark I'm just not going to get it. Right. Yeah. That, but if instead it was issues 768 through 780... You're not going to want a gap in your run, right? So it it yeah. it's a it's yeah. a difficult thing there, because um, like I know I was thrilled when Daredevil ended at three eighty five because the last couple of years of that had sucked and that was my jumping off point and the new one with Kevin Smith, no thanks, and I you know I was off my run was complete, um, so yeah that that's the only problem with that like. You know, when Daredevil switched, when they came out with the new number one, my numbers are about 30% lower than they were. You know, even though it's the same creative team, it was just a jumping off point for people. Yeah. So that's the problem with doing something like that. And I don't think a lot of your customers like when they renumber. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? I just think, like, how many times do you hear people, a new number one, or, like, you know... <laughs> But yeah, like well, sorry, your tummy's upset. It's a new number one, but then we put the legacy number on. Yeah, there, so you know right. Really... But then those are sometimes wrong. Right. And... But yeah, which I, I also don't get. Like it's not that hard to count, except for when you count some. You know, like you're counting the first fourteen Amazing Fantasy. Well, that's just that's just that's Marvel putting the intern on it, and the intern not understanding the assignment. Um. You're not a real comic guy, are you? No. Well, no numbers. But. Yeah. Okay. No real number guy, are you? Mike, back to you if you can make it. I got this. Breathe through your nose. Well, no, so, I, yeah. I just picked this up. No, don't breathe oh, yeah, through every, the nose. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally picked this up because of the cover, and it's from Image Comics, Old so, Dog Number 1. Anybody okay. Read it? I read it. And so basically follows this um, did you relate to it or something oh man yes i did you can take him out it's okay <laughs> um jack lynch is an old cia agent um he's lost his family um he's kind of like been put on office duty for the last 15 years for something he did for a, a mission gone bad so to speak so he's like on his farewell mission he's with these two other agents they're in the van and something's going down and they... something but you have no idea what no so it's secret well we find out sort of so the two agents are like stay here well it's conf here's my confusing part on the cover you have this old man with this big scar on his face so then it starts off with this young guy with a big scar on his face they're not the same guy though you don't know you're going what's going on because then here's the old guy no scar on his face so you're like okay yeah it, it... Yeah, and somebody's and pointing a gun at the young guy with his scar on the face. He's in the crosshairs. And then you get title page, 
He's in Russia, too. That was the other well, one. Well, title page, and then all of a sudden these guys in this van. And you're like, okay, okay I don't know what's going on. Did I get on. a flashback? Or yeah, like a I, you don't know something? what's going on. Yeah, just, because the old guy man. does not have the scar. So you're like, okay. Whereas the old guy in the cover has a scar, but then you have a young guy with the scar. And I was confused. So the two agents run in, and they, they don't come back for a while. So Lynch goes in to see what's going on, and both agents are down. One's, one's dead, and the other one's like kind of like... My only problem is, so the two agents go in, and you have the one guy with the baseball hat, and the other guy's bald. And then you go in, and there's the bald guy dead, and the guy with the baseball hat now suddenly has a beard. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, and I'm like, well, wait, is that the same guy? What? So, so Lynch decides to go further to pursue what's going on, and he goes into this room, and there's like this some kind of futuristic nuclear reactor i want to kind of say and a guy in a full head mask so you don't know who yeah, he is looks so like he's from 2001 yeah, odyssey right. but where's the guy with the scar he's at lunch i don't know so the guy comes after lynch and lynch is like no and he just starts firing at this machine and it explodes you're like okay then we flash forward eight years and lynch has been in a coma for eight years and something happened during this explosion that changed him DNA level where he can't be hurt and his skin like reforms and all this other stuff. Except in one page he's young and then on the next panel he's old. I I just I couldn't figure out what was going on and I have no desire to read the next issue. There's nothing there. And so these two agents come in saying hey you want to prove yourself we're going to bring you back in but there's going to be a caveat we're going to put you with a special agent that's going to be a little different, a little weird. And so they go on this mission, and he's with this other young girl agent, and for whatever reason, she shoots him in the face, and she's like, well, why'd you do that? Well, I know your thing would grow back. They jump out the window, and it's like, Dad, come on. It's, her, it's his daughter. So, I liked it. I didn't like I just, it. I don't know if it, it not necessarily the art, because it's all Declan Shalvey, but it just the storytelling. I was confused, because, like, Who's the young guy with the scar, and then there's an old guy with the scar, and then it's the same guy. So he was actually monitoring himself doing that mission at a younger age. I, I had fun with it, so I can't complain. This is, I, I just picked this book up because I'm like, okay, why not? Let's see what happens. DC Horror presents Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Dead number one, written by Bruce Campbell, drawn by Eduardo Riso. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, this book was fantastic. It was my only problem with it, not to be negative Nelly. There was nothing Sergeant Rocky about it. It could have been any... There were army people in there? There were army people. It was army people versus Nazi zombies, which so, was fine. Hitler's losing the, the war. They need to get more soldiers, so let's reanimate the dead ones. Yeah, you don't have to train them. Or right, right. Like, it right. makes sense. So, for you younger people, you might not know this, but... Nazis like, used to be the bad guys years ago. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but it also, to bring them back, it looked like they were putting a TV tube into the back of yeah. their neck and, like, bringing them back. So, they were, like, reanimating them there, and then somehow they caught a giant one, I guess you would say? Who broke loose inside the barracks, and like they, they had some futuristic, they had like night vision goggles and some. Other well, things. they were getting trained, and then they said, "And here's what you're going to be fighting," and not realizing, and nobody yeah. said, "Shoot him in the head." So the thing's laying waste to everything. Yeah. 
and then the end they show another zombie who actually has the ability to heal himself and bring himself back. Something, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, that I, was, it was, it was not, a lot of fun. I was My not, only complaint, there was nothing but different between this and that vampire one. It wasn't, it wasn't a Sergeant Rock, it was just army guys. Yeah, great art, and Bruce Campbell could write. And I was very, very surprised by that, and I thought it was fantastic. Do you, will we, you think there'll be a, uh, a cameo? Probably, yeah. Was Sam Raimi's car in there? I don't know. He <laughs> can't remember right now. I don't know. So that's all I got. That's it? That's all I got. I got a mask. <laughs> got to bring back the masks. <laughs> Next. Okay, I guess I'll go. Uh, the Dark Knight. White Knight. Yeah, that one. Beyond? Yeah. Yeah, Batman I did, Beyond. I didn't get to that one yet. Is everybody else reading that? I have I'm, been. I'm I just didn't get it. It, it was my next one to okay. read. Okay, then I'll, I'll. It was interesting. Okay. Um. It, it definitely. It's definitely wrapping up. Um. The. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but it, it's. It was good. Is it the final issue? No. I think there's two more left. Three more left. But you can you can kind of see where this is headed a little bit, so um Devil's Highway. There we go. So that wrapped up. Um Is this did they do four or five? This one was five. Okay. So there was uh like a harvest or something like that going on. There were the different people in this cult are doing different things. Yeah, like one guy or this one lady has someone with a ball gag in their mouth in a bathtub that's full of water and, and a bunch of different snakes. Yeah. Um, one you, guy's just grilling hands on his back deck, like mm-hmm. on the barbecue. Another one had like a Thanksgiving dinner feast, but there was a human head. It's the like mm-hmm. it, it, so it was, it was like okay. Um, so, uh, the, the ex-cop who had been approached to kind of join the cult and help usher in what was going on, he was thrown in the back of a a semi um, with a bunch of other captives and they threw a bunch of snakes in there. So, after some period of time, and I guess it was like an hour or something like that, they were like, yeah, they were making a lot of noise, but it seems to have stopped. So, they drag all the, you know, they, they open up the back, and it looks like everybody in there is dead. I mean, dead there, there's blood everywhere and, and everything else. So, they're pulling them out, and it looks like they're getting ready to arrange them into like that that. What they did in, in the first issue, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's still alive at that point. Um, and, you know, just when the, the villain is monologuing, he basically throws a snake on her. snake no, came out of his, uh... Out of it, like... It, it's, it, almost, it's almost kind of like if you watch Rick and, Rick and Morty, how Rick has, like, that activate snake, snake mode every once in a while, like, and then just be, like, a snake that comes out of his, like, foot or something for... Okay. It's just, like, one of their dumb running jokes, but, yeah, it, it was, like, in his sleeve, and it came out, and... Yeah, bit him on the ankle, and then he, like, shoved it in his face. And yeah. So, that guy dies. 
Um, and in the meantime, all the uh, the other truckers that were with the woman, and I don't forget her name, I think Jess? Something like that, yeah. Um, so they show up to take out the rest of the cult members. She blows somebody's head off. <laughs> like, it, it's it's a little brutal. Yeah, it's a little violent <laughs> for uh, a couple pages. Um, he wrote her a letter that basically said, you know, okay, we, we did what we were set out to do. Go heal. Um, because they found that girl, so she's going to try to be basically like... Yeah, like, like mom, my mother kind sister, of something yeah. like that, yeah, caretaker. So, the first series, when it ended, it definitely felt like it was leading to something different. Yeah. This one felt like a true ending. Yeah, because basically there was like, you know, you saw like one of the the, of the cult members like at the computer and it wasn't working, and then he just hears the noise and it's like her saying outside the house out in front of the big rig with like. A bat or like an axe, some you know, some mm-hmm. some weapon. Yeah, it kind of just seemed like, you know, yeah, yeah, that's the end. Like even that, you know, she may not have got all of them. You know that she will get them. Like, right, you know? she's working on it, but it, it it's a you she's neutralized the threat. At yeah, this point. yeah. Uh, and the last one I read was Human Target number seven. Yes, read that. Read that. I didn't know that was back from its. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. It just it just came back. Um, this one focuses on, uh, fire. Yeah, Christopher Chance is out with fire, and she's not seducing him, but she kind of is tempting him. Yeah, and, and the whole time it's it's a test to see whether or not he's a good man and and whether or not he wants to, or you know he he's good for ice. Um. There was a scene in there where uh, she wants to go ride a Ferris wheel. And he said, you know, she's like, well, do you have a Ferris wheel? And he said, I might. And he makes a phone call and he's impersonating Lex Luthor. And and it was like, perfect. (laughs) Um, So, you know, then they go on the Ferris wheel. And again, she's she's continuing her seduction. So he wakes up the next morning... And Ice is in bed with him. And I guess she kind of climbed in in bed in the middle of the night, even though he's told her, hey, leave him alone. Um, so they go over to see Fire, and she kind of gives the story and brings up, you know, uh, you know, Christopher said no. And then, like, well, she first talked to Martian Manhunter. He didn't say no. And then she talked to Booster Gold to get the water, and he wouldn't say no. Yeah. And then, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, tell us who ordered all this, and it was Guy. Right. Or she says it's Guy. Yeah. Which, he's already dead, yeah, so I guess that doesn't really matter at this point. And I said, I said she really cleaned the whole place, mm-hmm. the whole place up to get rid of any... Any atom of Guy Gardner. Yeah, she brought it down to absolute zero. Absolute zero, right. So, I I really enjoy this series. Oh, it's fantastic. It's, uh... I love it. I never read any of the Human Target before. I I remember the TV show when it was on. Oh, yeah. And I enjoyed that. But this this has been really good. Yeah, and just having Justice League, and I'm just a huge Justice League International fan, just having them in it, too, brings it to another level for me. 
That's what I read, Dave. Okay, uh, start with uh, Superman, Space Age, number two. Uh, oh. <laughs> we're in the 1970s now, 1972. I forgot to write that down. And uh, Superman starts with Superman stopping an asteroid from colliding with the Earth, and then he has an interview with Lois Lane on top of the Daily Planet building. Brings her flowers. Brings her flowers. But the interview didn't go the way he thought it would. But be. yeah, because Lois wants to know what happens when you're not the friend to the world anymore, yeah. and he kind of hides. He adds the flowers yeah. in his cape. <laughs> but. But he, he keeps saying, I stopped an asteroid. I, I stopped an asteroid. Saved all of Earth. I stopped yeah. an asteroid. And then we get to Gotham City, where Bruce Wayne has uh, resigned as CEO of Wayne Enterprises because he wants to, he thinks he could do more good did he, as did Batman. Did he blow up the, enter, the building or something? Is there something that got blown up? Yeah, that was later. Oh, okay. That's a, I'm sorry. Okay. And uh, the new CEO is Maxwell Lord, who is whose plan for Wayne Enterprises is to build uh, uh, highways in the suburbs. And this kind of is like the origin of Gotham City, how it's right. so horrible. And then uh, Batman discovers that they're intentionally torching buildings. and Yeah. And uh, Lois, Lois breaks the water gate. Well, Bru- or, well, yeah, Clark kind of had the, has the info, yeah. but didn't didn't yeah. do anything with yeah. it because he was like, "Oh, this is not really going to matter." Yeah. You read his, ta- you're like some Watergate thing. Yeah. And, and but yeah, and then so they have an interview, and it doesn't go at all like Superman thought it was going to go. She was much more hard hitting, and why should uh, we not be afraid of you as an alien? You could end all life on this planet. And he's like, "But, but I won't." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he had flowers for her and everything, and he was a little destroyed. Well, he admitted that he's in love with her. Too. Yes, yeah. went home to his parents. Yeah, but man, the way that all played out was fantastic. Yeah. Basically, he was. Hiding his real person, but so is she, because she had to be one person. Right. That was an awesome take. That on this, was fantastic. Having Lois to two, having like Lois depicted that way is with two yeah. different sides. Yeah. That, well, the that other was, thing too is she came to the conclu- conclusion like I'm, you're Superman. <laughs> yeah. 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 She like, knew. How that. Did you know? Yeah. She's yeah. like, well, I'm a really good reporter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know. But yeah. not only did he have a secret identity so did she yeah yeah and i thought that yeah, was just that genius. was awesome and i liked how i was worried the first time we saw pariah that it was going to tie in with um dark crisis but it's not as tying in with the original crisis yeah, yeah. that made me really happy yeah um but yeah the uh bruce builds the just the hall of justice, justice and yeah. it's going there and he realizes no they just bicker you get me for an hour well, no, the best part is the flash yeah. is always yeah Diffusing bombs. Diffusing bombs. He has a closet of bombs yeah. that he apparently does. Yeah. Well, it yeah. came in useful. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But do I cut the red line? Yeah, and Batman's like, I, I'm not dealing because he and he and Green Arrow were on, you know, yeah, I opposite sides, and he well, just Green Arrow just left, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But then uh, Brainiac shows up, and they have to figure a way to stop him. And Brainiac just kicks their butt, and uh, he offers Superman a role. But nobody else. Yeah. And to team up with him, basically. Right. Yeah. To help stop Anti Monitor, even though you know, yes, he's going to kill the planet, but to preserve 
the knowledge before the anti-monitor comes um and then green lantern dies in the fight but flash put all of his bombs in brainiac's ship and blew it up yeah thank goodness but really good and then superman and lois kind of yeah they kiss in one of the most awkwardly drawn kisses i've seen um both of their kisses just were not drawn well they well they get married yeah have a kid What's the kid's name? I can't remember. I don't know if they named them. I don't think they named them, but... And then he takes them to the Fortress of Solitude to meet the dad, and he's like, oh, I really like her. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, yeah, that whole book was just... Yeah. All Red's drawing is so on for this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite artists and one of my favorite writers. Why is he using a nickname? Who? All red. Look at the front of the book. Yeah, there's a nickname he's using. Oh, is it? Okay. Mike uh, something. Doc. Or... He goes by Doc all It red. might be Doc. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't. I don't see it, but yeah. I know he's done that before. But yeah, that was a good. One. Yeah, so good. And that's Mark Russell. Yeah, and that was the '70s one where he was taking on the the the, the beginning the more? pimp and is his hookers one or two and more? <laughs> one more. And one would that be? I don't. I mean, do we know when it's set in? Mm-hmm. I don't know Probably if we ordered it yet. Yeah, my guess is the 80s. Okay. Yeah. Next. Uh, X-Men? Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Yeah. It takes place after X. Okay. But I guess they make it. Um, you right. I, I did like the story. It's a mind-bender of a story. My problem is I only ever... I read the f- first part. Well, it deals with the vault and the children of the vault. And I think I only read the first part of that. I don't, I, it was like a two-parter, and I only read. And it's the the idea of the Children of the Vault is basically Morrison by way of Hickman. Yeah, and, and that was by doing like, like the Hickman, like yeah. Like, that was one of and his first it's just it's a it's oh, there are these post-humans yeah. in the vault. They're they think they're superior to both humans right. and mutants. But they age like a thousand years a day, yeah. so they have yeah. all they're way advanced beyond us. But they have them locked in the vault. Well, the story, but Darwin is now still there. He's, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In, in Hickman's run, uh, Sink, Wolverine, and Darwin went in there. Darwin's is left in there. The uh, the story the story it's a forge issue. The story is Forge explaining what uh, his secret project is. He's been working on Project Black Box. So he takes Cyclops to show him, and it's he's built a giant gun, pointed at the vault. That's going to release a uh, black, black hole. hole if it ever opens. And if the children of the vault ever come out. And they do come out, and the gun misfires, and they kill all the mutants. They take, every, everybody, the heroes, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah every, Krakoa falls, they kill the Avengers, Fantastic Four. I'm like, well, Clea, okay, I guess they had to get past X to get to this. But that didn't really happen because what Forge actually built was like a uh, like a cocoon or something, a cocoon like over the vault that that is a simulated universe. So if that if the children ever come out, yeah, like a biodome. So so this is that this is what the children of the vault are are experiencing now that they've you know they've opened the door. And, uh, but then it got confusing where they were going into, he was going into it wearing Caliban. Yeah. 
But they had to fight some people before he went into it, I and I don't. A, I think they're like sentries or something. Right, but were they outside the the biodome or inside the biodome? I was a little confused by that. I part. think they're inside the biodome. They're inside. But the there's biodome. a different layer. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, because there's, there's the biodome, and then there's also the 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 tunnel, the door into okay. the yeah, hall. Forge okay. is the only one who goes into the door. Okay. And he's wearing Taliban. I did that was weird. Yeah, that one yeah, I that, wasn't yeah. sure about. So yeah, and he's without like, his he's, not without his permission. He's going life. in to get Darwin. Yeah. So and clearly Darwin will have evolved into something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's might have been in there like thousands of years. Right. But they said Darwin's adaptable. That's his deal. So he'll be okay. But we'll see. Um, and lastly, the uh, nice house on the lake. This was really good. This was really good. This was, uh, getting somewhere. Um, this starts with Walter, Walter showing Nora the controls, the, his control panel, how he controls all the people in the house, um, controls their healing factor, and how much their memories, how much they remember, and then we get back to the group in the house, and they find out they're invulnerable because they were playing around with acupuncture, so in this. They take it up a notch and they decide to like shoot each other with an assault rifle to see, to see if they'll uh, see if they can survive that. And they do. Uh, Rick is shooting David a bunch of times and the bullets just come out of him. And back back to Walter uh, talking to Nora and Nora's like, can't you give us back some of our memories? Or do something to help us, and she's and he said no because his his peers, the people above Walter, will be mad about this if if they give the people the the, the people uh, any uh, any help. So, but little they didn't know that the girl Ryan followed them. So she knows all about this control panel. So she goes up to the control panel and is fiddling with it. And, and some of the uh, people start getting their memories back. And then they decide to shoot. He, and she thinks she is uh, controlling Walter's healing factor, but she's not. She's controlling Naya's when they shoot her with a rifle. Ooh. And uh, they're calling for her, and she doesn't answer back. Uh, it, was, it was just... Uh, it was just good. Only two more issues to go, I guess. But man, it was such a fantastic issue. Uh, that's all I got. Spence. Yeah, I'll talk about some of the so-so ones to begin with. Uh, New Think, number four. So this one... You guys is, have been loving that book. I did not read this one. <laughs> so... Quitter. This Quitter. one is... Every couple pages, there'd be... Somebody from a different time talking about in the future they would have this. So it's like, you know, like these, um, like uh, African people in like a desert or some, you know, like talking about like in the future they'll have like running water or things like that. And then it'd be like cavemen talking about another thing, and uh, it just keep on going forward and then to where it got into like. Would probably be like the are like the early like nineteen hundreds and it's like and then what would it all get you and then it's like a splash page of two like 
two talking heads, one, you know, one Republican, Democrat, just, like, yelling at each other, and, like, that kind of, like, oh, this is, you know, all this is kind of leading up to, like, and so it was just, like, it was kind of, like, it was a little bit easier to read than some of the other ones, but it was just kind of, like, yeah, like I said, it wasn't, I don't know. This has probably been my least favorite series out of all of the AWA mm-hmm. books. And, yeah, I think so. And I hope because it was like, it's going to be a sci-fi anthology series. So I, I was expecting I like these cool, like, Me too. one-shot issues of like, you know, just like cool, like, sci-fi stories. Yeah, but, no, I thought, I thought it was going to uh, be Twilight Zone, but it's not. Um, Task Force Z, uh, it's the final issue that came out, so... Yeah, the final issue came out. Um, it's pretty much what you can say about wow. that. <laughs> say about the issue. Wow, wow. you're so excited it about it. To the marketplace. Yes. Um, I mean, obviously they do things where they kind of set things, you know, kind of back in place than where it was in the beginning. But like, oh no, it kind of got really kind of convoluted, and you know, throughout. It. I mean, if you were ever a, a fan of. Um, Bloom from that weird oh, part he was of, awesome from the huh no from Batman from no. Batman whenever Snyder was, whenever Kapoor. it was yeah. whenever it was Gordon in the suit so if he was ever a big fan of, of that Bloom guy he's a big player in this book so you know um, so no yeah <laughs> uh, did anybody read the Tim Drake Robin I first did. issue I did. Uh, the artwork scared me off. The artwork yeah, d- is not, not made f- for this book. I was uh, not a fan. I like Riley Rossimo, not on this book. Everybody yeah. looked like they were 12 and had like toe heads and were just weird. I didn't like, understand him talking to the girl and then she keeps doing sign language. It's like, was she hard of hearing? I was very yeah. confused about that. And then the people are always in like word positions and like stuff. Um, it's very stylized art that I don't know works for a, especially a Robin book, let alone a Batman book. Um, but basically, uh, 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 Tim has kind of like went out on his own and is living in a boat. Right. Like, um, man, down by the river. No, like, but like, um, What's the Saturday Night Live character? The Matt, uh, Matt Foley. No, uh, the the who would drink the Cavassier. Oh, has, uh, yeah. the ladies' man. Yeah, yeah. like in the movie, oh, he lived yeah. in a boat down in the pier, like, like that kind of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it, and you know, and it, and it, it was a weird mystery, but it was tying back to a prior story. But the, it's like from the ur- this is a number one. Why do I have to read two other series? And yeah, and then you know, then it deals more with like his you know new relationship with that Dylan guy right. and stuff like that. Um, is he still called Robin or is he Red Robin? Yum. Robin, the, the tiger's name is Robin. So I don't Tim know. Drake Robin. Tim Drake Not to Robin. be confused with Damien Robin. Yeah. Or... Do you think he introduces himself that way? Oh my god, it's Tim Drake Robin. Oh shit, I just gave it away. Oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, did anybody read The Detective? No, I didn't mm-hmm. get to that one. Um, I started it and went, wow, way too many words, and it's telling yeah. a fable. I'm like, yeah. I can't just pound this one down. Yeah, it was it started out with like um, uh, uh, Damien's mom telling him a fable while they were training, and the fable didn't really make sense to me while I was reading it. But once it got past that stuff to the present day, it stops like with 
Bruce is getting uh, checked out uh, from his doctor, and the doctor's like, I don't know how you're standing right now. And they do like, they show like x-rays of like broken fingers and like cracked collarbones and fractured skulls and stuff like that. And the doctor's like, well, you know, I think you're going to need like a lot of rest and, and stuff. And he just kind of leaves and he puts on a ski mask and goes into another hospital room to where a thug from, from the previous issue is at it to, to like, uh, to rough him up a little bit and to get information to, like, you know, where the rest of the, the gang members are at or whatever, and at the docks, and it, it just kind of... It's, it's okay. Like, I feel like with this... With the, the couple issues that Ron V's done so far, like, when he sticks to, like, the Batman stuff, it's pretty good, but when he's trying to, like, put, like, these weird, like, outside, like, elements and stuff in it, it's just kind of kind of messing with it. Um, and then I think the last thing I'll have to talk about... Oh, wait, no. Did you read uh, Amazing Spider-Man? Oh, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, I read Amazing Spider-Man, which I... Uh, with it being a tie-in to the I thing... I actually liked it. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Um, basically, whatever, how everybody's getting judged, um, uh, Peter's person is, is Gwen, and... She follows him wherever yeah, he goes. Yeah, I, I like the beginning because he's 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 on the phone uh, with Tony talking about. So if there's like a person <laughs> who shouldn't be here, should be dead, but is standing here staring at you, not saying anything. I necessarily haven't gone crazy. Like I mean, there might be a possibility, but I haven't necessarily gone crazy. And they're like, yeah, that's accurate. Okay, so he kind of yeah, like you saying he goes throughout his day. He go goes and he meets at May. It basically, everybody in the story is trying to do good things because they're all getting judged. Yeah. Jay Jonah is like apologizing to, to everybody. 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 <laughs> He's like, I'm so sorry. And Peter said something like kind of cool to him. He's like, no matter what, even if you were kind of like a jerk, you were still doing what you thought was right, right which, at the time. Yeah. Which was like, okay. But what I like whenever you've seen at May. Because he's talking to him with her, and he's like, well, I kind of got some other things to do. He's like, are you, you going to be okay? And she's like, oh, I'll be fine. And the person that's judging her, you see, is Ben. ben. So she's kind of spending... Which is really cool. Because she's kind of spending a day with... Another day with Ben. Um, and then, so, he he also goes to... Um, uh, where was he gets, talk, he gets talks with his buddy. Yeah, because... Yeah, because uh, so like, he doesn't really want to deal with that. So, but he helps Robbie figure find the text for like, his wedding. You know, the world's supposed to end like tomorrow, yeah. and today's the day you decide to go get a tux. He's like, "Yeah, if I don't do it now, my fiance." Yeah, gonna she's kill gonna. Me. Which is the Tombstone's daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new Beetle. Um. Uh, but then throughout all these different things, you you get like at least a panel of a close up of uh, Gwen's face, and she's always kind of like smiling with the weird, weird red. Thing that's going on with their like eye or side of their face, um, and then like he goes and he um, he meets up with Miles and you know to just you know check in and you know tell him how you know how proud he is of Miles and how you know he's proud of sharing this name and legacy like Spider Man with him and stuff like that. So that was like a cool moment. And then I said screw you, old man. <laughs> and then so then he goes to work. Which he works for Norman now. And so he's talking to one of his 
co-workers who apparently he doesn't get along with but yeah, they're trying was, and it was like he complimented he's like oh yeah. you're doing a really great job yeah. and she's like oh thanks uh, and then know. so Norman shows up and then so the Gwen cause you know every whoever these, these people see only they can see nobody else but can the see Gwen's them thing so started freaking out got mad so like he starts yelling at Osborne to leave so he leaves um and then like the thing starts to float away so he goes after it and they're on the roof and they're talking and he's like, I know you're not Gwen. He's like, I can I can tell so whatever you are, I'm I'm done and whatever and then the guy talks and he's like, Well you you pass, gives him the gives him the thumb up thumbs up. Um and as a reward for like the kindness he's done throughout the day and just in general, um the thing like Lee's and Gwen's there for the real Gwen, Gwen is there just, for like a few moments. Talk, they get to talk to each other for, for the, just really for like quick. a few minutes, and it's like she's been plucked out of time because she's still young and Peter's older, so she's confused about that and stuff like that. But then she eventually fades away, and then it ends with Norman is looking out the window and he sees all of this, and he's like, "She's real," and he. He starts talking to himself. Well, and he goes and he goes to turn, and you see that the person that was judging him is also Gwen, but this Gwen is not as happy. Like she's not happy there. It's like a like an evil Gwen. So as I definitely like the Gwen that got thrown off a bridge. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I definitely like this tie-in better to the Hellfire Gal. Oh yeah, the Hellfire one made no sense. This one had a good story. Yeah, made sense. You knew what was going on. Yeah, and it was a different artist than uh, Jr. Yeah, and it was pretty good. Yeah, um, and then I read uh, Miles Morales Spider Man, which is the last issue of the series until it relaunches in December. Um, uh, did you read Turtles? I did. I was saving it for last. Yeah. Um, so uh, Miles is just kind of hanging out with his, his friends, and they're walking around, and they come across this like fortune teller place and nobody has money to do it but the lady comes out and tells them that should you miles is for free because then you know you get a feeling and thing you just kind of have to do so they're in there and she goes through all that i don't really know the tarot cards but there's like strength the tower there's a whole bunch of different things like that but basically you go through different aspects of his life of like him being like a good big brother to his sister uh, his, like, kind of life at school with him, because he just got a scholarship, um, to a college for, like, his writing and stuff like that, so, like, him talking to her teacher about that, and, you know, tell him how proud he is of Miles, and then, like, he gets in an argument with this, with this, like, rich kid who doesn't really need the scholarship, but it looks good on his, you know, like, on his application or what, you know, whatever, um... So that guy doesn't like Miles because he technically stole his uh, scholarship, um, and then uh, just different, like I said, just kind of like just in different aspects of his life. Of then just like uh, oh, then it showed a part of him hanging out with his uh, with his, his uncle uh, who just got back from the different universe, and then that weird clone version of himself and. And stuff, and it was, uh, oh, and then it ended with, um, because after that they kind of leave and whatever, and then, um, uh, Miles is, uh, giving his speech, um, uh, for winning the, uh, the, the scholarship, 
And then afterward, he's going on a date with, uh, I forget her name, but she's the, the granddaughter of the vulture. Um, so they're trying to have a date, and, like, you know, they hear, like, a bang or, like, scream and stuff. So they leave and get on the costumes and take care of that. And I thought it was pretty cool. They end up running into the rhino because early on in this series, like, at the very first couple issues, they end up, he, uh, Miles ends up teaming up with Rhino to save these, uh, kids that have been getting kidnapped and, like, being used as, like, wood batteries or something like that. So, like, it's kind of, we find out that throughout this, all this, this 42 issues, Rhino has still been trying to do that. So, it's, like, helping him. So, it's, like, kind of, like, a cool kind of, like, callback to the beginning of, of this writer's run and stuff like that. Like I said, it was a pretty cool wrap-up to the series. Didn't know that it was over until this issue came out. I hadn't. I, I figured something was up because I didn't see it in the previews the past couple of months. But you know they never put a final issue on that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I read was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Armageddon Games. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really good. I did too. I liked it. It's still a lot of the teams kind of forming together kind of explained a lot better than the previous series yeah like, like those, those long, like those uh opening moves or whatever yeah. um but so basically team toters and, and shredders are they're kind of spreading up to try to go try to get a couple more allies like what did Mikey Lee and shredder go to dimension x that didn't go out well <laughs> yeah, to try to get help for uh, to fight Krang, and even though that they really wanted to, that they couldn't because with they had some kind of treaty going on with any of the people that lived in that dimension, and if they go to do that, they would break the treaty or just wouldn't have enough people. Um, but a couple of their um, of their people just happened to go and take some vacation time. Uh, right where they were leaving, so they were able to get a, at least a little, a, bit a little bit of help. Um, and then they just kind of had they had like uh, Casey Jones and and the Nobody Girl in the armor, the kind of like prowling outside of Mutant Town, uh, just keeping an eye out for stuff. Uh, April was working on you know kind of doing like the news thing, and they're taking over Mikey's podcast to like. Broadcast, broadcast, all any news that they get and stuff, or any, anything that would happen to be going on. Um, they had the pr- the press conference for the mayor. Yeah, that was how it was. And I was just trying to think if there was anything to bring up before then. Well, the the um, crazy doctor from Mutant Town. Yeah, he is what he's working on. He's uh, working with uh, the Rat King now, um, and he's trying to separate. Uh, Leatherhead and Krang, because whenever Leatherhead ate Krang 30-odd issues ago, somehow he morphed into his stomach, so he's, like, controlling him. Trying to cut him out. Um, So they're dealing with that, um, which was a big hassle because it took, like, a whole bunch of the uh, the Knowles ladies' guards. Oh, yeah, to hold them down. Yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, But, yeah, then, so... Because Stockman's having a uh, press conference. Um, I don't know. Was that was it going to be to announce? Because he wants to run for president, right? Yeah. 
So it was either, I can't remember if it was for that or if it was just for talking about things that was going on. I think it was just for go- what's going on and what's going on in Newtown. Well, he's Ruston and stuff. in the middle of doing that. The four new mysterious totals appear appear out of nowhere, start attacking, attacking, and it ends with one like whatever the Raphael one would be with a sigh, you know, to his. And neck. you know, it's not the real turtles because yeah. the other ones are away and yeah. doing other things. So yeah, I don't. We don't know who these turtles are, where they're from, different universe, maybe who. Well, we don't really know yet. But yeah, definitely it was. A, and it's a nice bigger book too, so you get yeah. a de- you get a decent amount of stories. I don't know how I'm gonna feel about all these kind of tie-ins that I'm gonna try to start doing with it. Hopefully they're also well, you know, but well written, yeah, and put together. Yeah, they, they did a good job of explaining better than the previous series what's going on. I'm interested because like there's like you look at the checklist and I think there's like eight issues, like seven or eight issues. Yeah. Plus, like the so that the mini series or like the that side series and plus the to- the regular series. So, interesting. This, this is gonna be what gonna be going on in the total books for the next you know year or so. Yeah. So, but uh, that was the last thing I read. Colin, wake up! My turn. Okay, DC versus Vampires Nine. Little confused, just it seems like it's been a while since the last issue and not 100% sure. Like everybody's on their own little missions. But it had Steel and Supergirl and Black Manta trying to get somewhere and they get confronted by Aquaman. And uh, it turns out that it's not really Black Manta, it's Mira in the costume. And so they fight and Aquaman thinks he's taken out Mira but hasn't. And then as everything blows up, Supergirl's getting dragged down because she's tied, tangled in the rope of a boat that's sinking. That's how that part ends. And then the other part is Harley and some other people trying to figure a way back into Gotham and Damien showing up and telling him that he can help them because he's already a vampire. Um, blah. Yeah, blah. Um, we had Axe Avengers was actually kind of good. Um, it was... Uh, just them all trying to figure out how to beat this thing, but it ends with uh, Tony Stark kind of being confronted by the was it the progenitor or progenitor. whatever it is, and kind of putting him through his paces. You know, you're always hiding in armor. You even created this armor, and now you're a man inside this armor and stuff. But then it has um, then it, there's a flashback to being with his parents in the car as it crashes and there's like winter soldier on the side and i'm like oh they're putting that into canon and then it doesn't because then it has no it's tony it was just a car accident things happen you couldn't have helped it um and you know tony kind of gets a nice little moment of peace there where he realizes you know it wasn't anything it was just an accident yeah you know. um and then they're moving on now next into read next in X X-Men that came out today. Um, Flawed was an interesting one. This is by the creators of um, Bitter Root. And it's about a psychiatrist. And she she's also like a vigilante at night. And she's hearing a story from one of her clients who their daughter had been killed by the serial killer who like skins people and she decides to go and take care of it because the person's never going to get peace and she goes in and finds out because she's like it's got to be something because nobody's trying to find this guy so the upper ups in 
politics and the police that have to be involved. So she figures out who it is. She gets some DNA, and it says who it is, so she goes out to take him out. And it turns out this guy has some special blood where she gives him a headshot, but he still hasn't died. And then later it turns, there's like some vampire type guy who needs his blood to keep going. And he's all mad that the guy hasn't shown up yet. Then it switches to the police starting to investigate this. And they realize that the guy is still alive, even though she had hung him from like a light pole. So that ended interesting. Um, Let's see, what else do I got? Uh, The Roadie is a new one from Dark Horse. It's Tim Seeley, and it's basically this roadie who's been with this band. And he's the seventh son of a seventh son, so he has some mystical powers, and he can t- keep the demons at bay. You're leaning on the cord, if you to see the sign is keeps swinging. Um, go the other way. Go to your left. There you go. Um, it's a guy, he's a roadie, and he's on the road with this band, and you know it's mass occur. And they do these, you know, devilish songs. But before anything happens, he stops the devil from coming. And story, then he meets up later, and then, then like 20 years later, uh, he meets up with a, uh, a demon comes through and says that Satan has actually been deposed and it's this other person. And they put, you know, they've been using musicians to spread the word through all these, you know, demonic songs and stuff. And now they've decided to use a human, and the human it happens to be his daughter, who from one of his random hookups over the years. So now he has to go stop her from bringing you know the devil to the world. And the last one was Briar, which was a new one from uh, Boom, which was actually really interesting. Basically, it's the story of Sleeping Beauty, except she's never woken up. Um, the prince decides, well, wait, I can get the best of both worlds. I can be the prince and be the heir to the kingdom and i don't have to have a wife nagging me i'll just leave her asleep and i won't kiss her so then the uh the father the her father and the husband go on wars and basically the civilization is destroyed and here we are a hundred years later and she's still laying there you know as sleeping beauty but she's kind of withered away like her you know they're showing you know teeth you know just skull head and stuff but somebody comes along and realizes who she is and kisses her and moves on and she wakes up and is kind of figuring stuff out and you know trying to get nourishment and stuff and so she's still scally like well she, as she's eating she's getting better but you know she hasn't nobody's thought of her in 100 years so they don't know who she is um she goes to this uh bar to get something just some water and while there the people capture her to make her a slave and they capture this other person who's from like the northern lands and is blue and then they take him on these this adventure through um like this wasteland where the guy from the the person from the north is you know affected by the heat and is struggling and then they go to they Somebody shows up and takes out their captors, and they escape, and then they go into this, uh, oh, what do you want? Like a tent in the desert, and they go to him, and he realizes who she is, and there's a prophecy that when she returns, it's the end of life on Earth, and he then kills himself, and kind of like, everybody's like, wah. So that's how it ended, but it was interesting. Definitely something I hadn't read before, which was cool. So that's all I got. I think that's everything. Well, yeah. Colin, 
What's coming out next? I was trying to read lots of number ones. I'm trying to be good. Okay, from DC. It's a it's a little bit lighter DC week because less Batman. But uh, we do have Batman and Scooby Doo Mysteries is back, so that's that did really well. Uh, Batman. I said less Batman. Here we go. Uh, Batman Incorporated new series is out, featuring Ghost Hunter and the group from Europe. Ghost Killer. Ghost Killer. Sorry. The maker. Ghost Maker. The Ghost Maker. Sorry. We'll get there. <laughs> you think of the Clown Killer? Right. Silly me. Or He's Ghost one Mace of them Killer. though. Clown <laughs> Killer is one fans. of the yeah, Batman. Maybe. Okay. Uh, Batman versus Robin two. Uh, then we have, I'm excited to see this, Black Adam, uh, JSA, Black Rain, Trade Paperback, New Edition. Excited to see what that cover is going to look like. I'm very excited. Uh, we have Dark Crisis World Without a Justice League Green Arrow. We have DC Terrors Through Time, which is their Halloween book. Uh, that's all we got from DC. Marvel, big Marvel week. Um, we got Axe Death to the Mutants 3, Axe Eternals. Axe Iron Fist, Captain Marvel is an Axe tie-in, we get Daredevil number four, uh, Fantastic Four is an Axe tie-in, Godzilla Monsters and Protectors all hail the King number one, hooray, uh, Immortal X-Men 7 is an Axe tie-in, Legion 6 is an Axe tie-in, we get Namor the Submariner, Conquered Shores, Punisher War Journal Brother, which is a one-shot, similar to that last one-shot yeah, yeah. that came out. That Same bad. writer, it was yeah. Torin Grobick, so... Um, Star Wars The High Republic is starting a new series with a new number one. We've got Star Wars Visions. Uh, Wakanda number one. I wonder why that's coming. Uh, Wolverine 25 is an axe tie-in, as is X-Force 32. Now, from Diamond, we get... Sorry. All the return pages are in front of the sun. There we go. Uh, we get Approach number one, which is from Boom. Basically, a um, an airplane... Crash lands at an airport, or lands at an airport, and uh, they realize it's been missing for 27 years, and sadly the plane brings something back. Uh, Chicken Devils is back with a new number one. Well, it's Chicken Devils this time, because he's got his family. Uh, Chilling Adventures of Salem one-shot is coming from Archie. Uh, Dreadful Dreamscapes, I don't know what that is, but it sounds good. Follow Me uh, Down is a Reckless book. I think that's number five of the Reckless thing. And it's coming with the book plate. Woo! Well, they've been good with those. Yeah. Uh, we got Hackslash Hot Shorts one shot. Halloween Party one shot from the same guys who did that. Um, oh, it's Posehn and the other guy. And they, they did that History of Weed book. Uh, but now they're doing Halloween Party. Uh, Hitomi number one is a, about a... Japanese lady trying to become a, uh, a samurai, or a ronin. Uh, Legacy of Violence just sounded good. Uh, Love Everlasting 3, I need to read number 2. Masquerade 2, which is that Kevin Smith book. Uh, Scarlet okay. Sisters is a one-shot from uh, Dynamite. And Wrong Earth Volume 1, which is a prequel to the Wrong Earth books. So, or is it your, year zero, sorry. There's a Wrong Earth trade right above that in my brain. That's the original stuff? Yeah, Year Zero is coming out. It's a prequel to the first oh. Year Zero oh, stuff. Wow. Did not know that. That's from AWA. So that's coming out next week. So that's what we got. Uh, we're doing Horror Month. Uh, double points on all horror graphic novels all month long. And then a little change of pace. Uh, we're going to move the book club to November 4th because a lot of people had conflicts and a lot of stuff going on at the end of... October. A lot of people have stuff going on. on the it's probably going to be like that for the next couple of months. Yes. Like, yeah. 
beginning so of the month of five, you know. Yeah, so we're, I moved it to November 4th. Sorry, Mike. I was all scheduled to come. No, okay, but it's going to so We're doing Nice House on the Lake, uh, Volume 1. I figured that was... It's, what I read of that was good and uh, a little more recent. So... That's what we got. Uh, the website's pittsburghcomics.com. Facebook is Pittsburgh Comics. Twitter and Instagram are PGH Comics. Dave, send us home. That's a podcast. We will talk at you next week. See ya.